hey man, if you paid ten grand for forty minutes of Eric Roberts' time in his own basement with his own cell phone, you'd bill him first. <laughs> On a twelve grand budget. We just watched the most expensive cameo ever paid for, which was Eric Roberts. $10,000. Look up the record. This is how he earned it. Is that actually true? No. (laughs) There are good movies and there are great movies. But that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Yeah, Dad. We are three film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find. Set it on our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave. Hello. And Casey. Live from Sentinel Island. Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. What's this month's theme, Dave? Well, this month our theme is Work Safe Holidays. It's that time of the year when we're looking for bells to be jingled and cringles to be crisped. I don't know. Last week we learned that sometimes trailers can be liars with Mel Gibson's Fat Man. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I'm still not over that. I'm still not if over If they would have combined that with like Suicide Squad, they might have had two <laughs> mediocre movies. Like a Suicide Squad was just a big long trailer. Like if they would have just done that for Fat Man. I might not have wanted to take my ovaries out with a spoon. Jay, it was your turn. So what did you bring to torture us with this week? I found something that I'll borrow from the wise words of a man known as Aladdin, a diamond in the rough. 2019's A Karate Christmas Miracle. I hate that title. <laughs> it's just a- I had to know, Dave, what is A Karate Christmas Miracle? And I, I think we found out. It was three out of four of those things. A miracle it was not. It was ah. It was uh. Uh, No, no, no. Ah, on the back of the throat. Uh, It was a karate. I will give it the first two. And they put the belts on the tree, so we can actually, we'll give it a karate Christmas. The miracle, no. Yeah, that's where I am. Jay, before we get into this nightmare of a film, you need to give us an elevator pitch where you sell us on this movie in 10 seconds or less. Here's your setup. It's the holidays. You've gotten together with all of your extended family. Uh, You know, everybody's happy to be together, gathered around the tree, and somebody or other's kid, I don't know, second or third cousin, something like that. There's a lot of people here. Somebody's kid has decided that they're going to earn their self-taught black belt today at the Christmas party. I'm not sure. That's why they need to be medicated. All of them. I don't know how all of that works, but you've been roped into holding the board for him. Oh, no. No, I've made a terrible... Wow, I've been drinking, haven't I? Yeah, (laughs) you have been drinking. You've been hitting the eggnog a little hard, so it's actually both the dairy and the alcohol. (laughs) You're not not in a good place right now. Credit where credit's due. This kid's, this kid's really been practicing his karate. He's got great power, more than enough to break the board. Not so good on the aim. So you've got about 10 seconds before he sweeps the leg and you go down hard. <laughs> In the time before that happens, sell us on this movie. A marketing girl boss is scrooged by a psychic law professor while her son summons his kidnapped father with karate. Six seconds and... <laughs> 
Okay. Sure. How do you like that? How do you like them apples? That could have also been a porn plot as well. <laughs> so good on you. Yeah. And and it makes more sense than literally every word I've read about this film. So I feel like sure. if you would have taken out the dream sequences and made them sex scenes, we would have had a perfect Skinamax family film. Well, Casey, you know what's great? <clears throat> you're always there for me, and you're rushing behind to save me. Unfortunately, you didn't realize that I was both blacking out and getting knocked out by a child at the same time, which I almost dare say is impressive. So in the 10 seconds before I take you out, sell us on this movie. An emotionally neglectful mother teams up with a drunk psychic ex-playboy bunny turned law professor to stop the forces of Eric Roberts by interacting with her own son. Nine seconds. That's all it took was just literally doing one thing with her son. Yeah, yeah, Wait. yeah she was a one and done there. And that's what brings daddy back. <laughs> was she really a, pl- a playboy? Yeah. Take all the time you need to Google Elizabeth. No, she was gorgeous. She still is, like, super cute. I wanted her coats. Actually, I wanted her whole wardrobe. To really get to the heart of the miracle, let's go over the movie that shitty cinema watched. Hiya! I wish someone would have Kali mod my heart while I was watching this. <laughs> Jesse's dad went missing a year before on Christmas, and this kid thinks that if he completes a 12 days of Christmas task list... It'll cause his father to somehow return. Like, and the list includes reciting the last 10 U.S. presidents in order to a framed photo of Jesse's father. And also going from yellow to black belt in karate in five days. Okay. I don't want to be that guy, but I feel like that's why kids of this generation are soft. Because if I didn't get a list done before my mom got home, (laughs) shit got taken away and unplugged. (laughs) It was like, his dad isn't coming home until the list. Like, do you know how long my mom would have been driving around until I remembered to, th- to thaw the fucking chicken? <laughs> no, she just come home and, like, hit us a little, and then we move on our day. So why do you think his dad's been gone for a year? Oh, wait family. a minute. Plot twist. He knew dad was coming home on Christmas. That's why he had to get the black belt before then. So yes. he was ready for him. <laughs> he was supposed <laughs> Like, oh, because he was supposed to be home in March. Like, no. Is it like no, an Oedipus Rex thing? This, no, this is a kung fu training arc. Like, All this right. is yes. father yeah. versus son. Oh, my God. His father was great. the master, and then the psychic dream man said his father was the student. How, mu- how much better would it have been if the dad came in and the music swelled and they immediately just <laughs> launched at each other? It just yeah. does that, yeah. like, yeah. 70s kung fu zoom in on his face kind of shaky. <laughs> like, you hear a rattlesnake in the background, like... <laughs> Anyway, main character Jesse is also having psychic dreams about his father. Sure, why the fuck not that, too? When he first tells his mother Abby about it, she thinks he's just having nightmares from reading newspaper clippings about the event, which, which makes sense. reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was, a, like, a, a nightmare clown in there somewhere. Yeah, I used to read Goosebumps. Again, this kid feels <laughs> soft. <laughs> just, eh. Okay, but if those Goosebumps were factual reportings of your father's murder... I want to hear more about Casey's hard goosebump life. (laughs) (laughs) 
Despite her best judgment, Abby begins to hope that her husband's actually still alive, since she's not an idiot and assumed that he's, you know, dead in the mass shooting that he was at. I have so many questions about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Dave, if you disappeared in the mass shooting, I would immediately assume that you died. And I hope that you would do the same for me. Did they never, did they not have a funeral? Did she never see the body? No. She's just like, oh, no, it's very icky in there, ma'am. Just the best thing you can do is move on immediately. You should probably go to work about it. I mean, one of the core plots of the film was that her husband was engaging in a lot of shit that she had no idea about. Like the man's volunteering at a soup kitchen like 30 times a day or whatever. Yeah, but- she probably didn't realize he was gone for like a month. <laughs> this is actually the fifth time her son's tried the silent treatment. He eventually abandons it when she stops for remembering to put out food for him. <laughs> <laughs> she went to karate class without me. <laughs> Why am I in this disgusting red gym? I got to go to work. Weird. Instead, Abby decides she's going to stalk a woman that she got a psychic reading from when she was like 16 or so. Which, you know, sure. Why not? Great plan. Is it? Abby finds her psychic lecturing about law and convinces her to get back into the psychic game. They join forces, and it's simultaneously trying to be a buddy cop supernatural thriller and like a Scrooged girl boss edition. You know, that story. How is it? Okay. It's not Scrooge. They want it to be. They God, do they be want Scrooge. it to be. They really want it to be. Abby learns that she's a frigid bitch, a mediocre mother that has blinders for anything that isn't her career, which is how characters in the movie continue to describe her. They don't call her a bitch, but they tell you she's a frigid bitch without telling you she's a frigid bitch. Hey, how does this dress look? Mm, you look like a frigid bitch, but I assume <laughs> that's what you're going for. <laughs> Excuse me? Huh? Oh, how's your risotto? Ooh, kind of cold because the frigid bitch vibes you're giving off, Abby. Can you tone it down? I'm trying to eat a meal. They're real ham-handed about it. Oh, man. I'm also just remembering that, like, her whole career she was so obsessed over was setting a marketing campaign for applesauce. For op- applesauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's her some real Dodge shit there. It's the new Jello, Dave. I do. There's a Rick and Morty episode where the idiot character is a marketing manager selling apples, and I want to know which came first, because either (laughs) way, it's bad. The law professor Elizabeth helps Abby rediscover her husband in a sort of like psychic as grieving process. Could have been a nice Robin Williams, Matt Damon combo if Robin Williams was much more manic with actual psychic powers and Matt Damon was wearing a bad wig the whole time. (laughs) Could you imagine her with a fucking Boston accent? I would have enjoyed it a lot more. <laughs> Jesse, meanwhile, stops speaking because of his psychic nightmares. They threaten him to not talk anymore. So, and he also drops out to train for his black belt on his own, like so he can award it to himself. That's not how this works. Supposedly, out of private karate, not school. Just yeah, so we're all clearly, <laughs> she's yeah. not cool. I'm like, well, I'm done with fifth grade forever. I'm only a karate man now. As soon as I get dad back, we're leaving and traveling the countryside silently like men. Supposedly, all he has to do to earn his black belt is some really shitty star push-ups and break a board with his elbow. 
Oh, so I was supposed to be impressed. I thought he was really shitty at push-ups. I was like, God, his form is terrible. When I first accidentally saw this, I'm like, it looks like he's doing cock push-ups. Like, what is happening? This is terrible. I mean, it's it is just that and breaking a board, and like you, you break a board at pretty much every belt. That's and that was a little ass board. Really, I feel like the hardest part of this movie for me would have been that push-up, though. That's, I didn't break a board. Fair. I. Yeah. I can break anything. Yeah, that's a star push-up. Okay, he's legit. Good good for you, kid. Well, when little Timmy breaks the board, his dad walks through the door, awards what? Jesse his black belt, everyone goes nuts, and the movie cuts to black. Hard ending. fucking za. Okay. A karate Christmas miracle I was not prepared for. This Mm-mm. felt like a drug trip. This felt like a Neil Breen film. Yeah. Yeah, it was very It green. had Skinamax level acting minus Julie McAuliffe, aka Elizabeth the psychic law professor. Everything else in this movie felt like a what is that? Like body paralysis, sleep paralysis. This felt like a sleep paralysis <laughs> dream. Yeah, yeah, no the the whole thing had a very fever dream feel to it. I still don't entirely understand what the actual plot was. Like, I understand that... I, understand I have that, everything but where the dad was. Right. I Jess, Jesse's dad went missing in a shooting a year ago on Christmas Day, right? Yes. Okay. Right. And Okay, but okay. hold on. Love that. That's a good foundation. But now let's <laughs> break it down them. a little of... It was a shooting at a movie theater okay. owned by a psychic guru throwing a clown party upstairs and a lawyer debate about gun control downstairs. Correct. And a Batman-like Joker-dressed clown came and shot all the gun control people, allegedly. Where's that allegedly soundtrack button, David? And, okay, next brick, please. Okay, okay, okay. See, that's I I was missing some of those pieces. I didn't realize... Yeah, it was a Joker yeah. party and a gun control debate on Christmas. On Christmas, yes, Day, on Christmas Day, a gun control. Not everybody's Christian, Day. Dave. It was a, it Broaden was a, your mind. For so some people, Bob, that's Wednesday. Bob Jesse's dad was giving a lecture <laughs> on constitutional gun law. Yeah, everyone but Aurora, who is the daughter of the theater owner, survived, and Jesse's dad magician. was missing. So the implication is that they found the bodies of everybody but Jesse's dad. Aurora survived. Jesse's dad went missing. Time out. You're spending too much time on this brick. Yeah, okay. You got to throw it through the window <laughs> and keep going. That's fine. All right. So Jesse's Next. dad goes missing after a school, after, I almost said a school shooting. It's America. That feels more natural. It feels, feels, yeah. So Jesse's dad goes missing after a theater shooting a year ago. He's been somewhere um yes yeah meanwhile so is this clues are piling up is this when jesse developed psychic powers or were they pre-existing they didn't tell us that that is not at all gotcha somewhere you could ask the mom but she barely knows his name (laughs) (laughs) she made a really limp dick salad for him so Jesse develops psychic powers somewhere, starts having dreams about clown shootings, which yes. is awful. Yep. Uh, yeah. And yeah. B- 
becomes convinced that he can bring his father back if he accomplishes his 10 days of Christmas list that he invented himself. Yes. And some of the items on this list are, as mentioned, reciting the last 10 presidents backwards. Yes. And then at one point, just not speaking to his mother specifically until Christmas. That is a gift to her. He's a kid. He can't (laughs) afford physical (laughs) objects. That's a gift. Like the most stressful lead up to Christmas is like the last three days anyway. So like one less thing Putting off clacks and bells in my brain is the best. It's sure, okay. Jay. That wasn't that wasn't Wait. originally on the list, but it was a required element of his psychic bring my dad back. Jay, visions. can you go through the list? We stopped it. <laughs> oh god. Can you recite his list? You have notes on the list. What else is on his bring my dad back list? Day, I'm sorry, I'm falling name into every this NFL too. team. Clean every room in house. Teach self to be a karate black belt. Eleventh day. Make chocolate chip cookies. Say all times tables through 15. And teach self to be a karate black belt is on every day, by the way. Don't, yeah, don't, it's um, on every day. Don't. Tenth mm. day, name every baseball MVP from 2000 to present. List 10 presidents in order. Ninth day, this one's Casey's favorite. Recite the lyrics to Jingle Bells. Name 25. How people is that hard? Bible. No, well, I, is that some kind of witch shit? Because you know, right. you know the words to Jingle Bells by the time you're six years old in this country, or they I mean, shoot you. Times Little tables fact. through fifteen is sketchy for a ten year old already. Like, yeah, kid, you should be able to do that one now. If you can, I understand why Dad went missing. Oh, I can't. <laughs> and I'm twenty eight years old. What about name 25 people from the Bible? Just name 25 white people you know. You yeah, it's Mark, John, Paul, Luke, right. <laughs> Ruth, Anne. Can I just say, like, Mark 25 times? Does that count? This Mark, that There's Mark. probably 25 of them in there. Skinny Mark, fat Mark. Um, Write Christmas cards to 25 people. That's nice. Yeah. Name all the books of the Old Testament. Name all Supreme Court justices. I can't do that either. Say 15 elements. I hate that I can. I hate Say. that that's a fact about Surprise. The element of surprise. Um, I don't think that's the element that they're looking for. The, he didn't say of the elements. He just said name an element. Uh, <laughs> Honda. Uh, also noticing his Christmas list involves a lot of like just rote memorization and regurgitation yeah. of random yeah. trivia. So like, yeah, I, I was going American educational system wet dream. But hey, I, no, it's like the 50s. Like, what do you got to know? Bible shit, baseball, basketball <laughs> shit. You need a job. You Math. go in there. You give him a firm handshake. You tell him the last 10 presidents names and orders. And if he's not sold yet, by golly, you let him know, you know, every Supreme Court justice. You're now yeah, right, a master right. electrician, and here's a free eight-bedroom house. <laughs> I think I actually got that advice when I was a kid, Dave, so thanks. Thanks for that. I mean, it's not far off, no. I'm sorry. Did we have anything else on his Christmas list to do? Uh, that That's, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so I, and these came to me, him Dave? in, these came to him in his dreams, I don't know where he got the list from. They don't ever explain that. They don't. They don't address that. Okay, and the, just, I think just the main convinced. one, the karate thing, Maybe. came to. 
in the the theater that his father disappeared in that was the one that was owned by Eric Roberts who is also a psychic no 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 Eric Roberts did not own the theater the guy with the bad wig by the pool owned um, the theater Martin Cove he's the dad of the sole survivor of the theater shooting okay Martin Cove owned it Whatever that means, I He's believe you. He's in a you. fuck ton of movies. Dave, you've seen him in a shit ton of stuff. I've probably seen him, but listen. He owns the movie theater. Eric Roberts. So, like, the movie theater boss is the boss of the good guys, and Eric Roberts is the boss of, like, the unnamed bad guys, the clown shooter guys. Okay. Okay. I don't I don't know why I'm saying that like like now it all makes sense because it still doesn't. None of it makes sense. Um, are, you, are you sure? Casey's really got this movie all figured out. <laughs> all right, cool. Then just like final question, your honor. Where the fuck has the father been for the last year? Because he just walks in the door at the end. With the belt. Like, hey, buddy. Hey, yeah, let yeah. me in. Hey, Man's I'm been gone for over a year, but takes a knee to give his son a black belt before embracing his wife he hasn't seen in a year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. So I have two questions. Where the fuck was his dad? And are the other people also dead or are they waiting for their kids to do something miraculous? What if they don't have so kids? Where was his dad is a really interesting question because we haven't talked about one of the other facts that the movie reveals to us. I genuinely don't even know, so enlighten me. There, at some point between after the shooting, because at the shooting, Aurora goes to the hospital. At some point, she wakes up in the hospital, and Jesse's dad is there with her before yes. he gets there, and he doesn't seem to have anybody on him. So... Presumably, he was able to move around. Yes. And see her in the hospital, but not reveal himself to his family. So he, like, left the scene of the shooting, either accompanied her to the hospital or went there to check up on her and then went missing? And it was like, I literally can't even. And then left. (laughs) His family for a year. <laughs> so who's really the bad guy? It's not Eric Roberts. You know, he what? also I... possibly went to a Christmas event that day. After that. Yeah, because one of the main thr- one of the main plot lines of the movie was the wife finding out via the psychic that she did not know her husband at all. And this dude is at a soup kitchen every week volunteering without her and donating tons of time and money without her knowledge. Okay, let me volley that back too. When you're like, oh, shame on her, blah, blah, blah. Maybe he picked her for that reason, like a John Wayne Gacy situation. Like, she's not paying attention. Great, I can just have my hands in this little pie over here and this little pie over here. My question to you is, when the fuck was he working? I don't trust a man with a, a whole nother life you don't know about. People who leave the house and pretend to go to work all day, every day. Who are they? I, I will say, yeah, when Jane was explaining I? about the hospital, 
my immediate thought was like, oh, so he was probably thinking, you know what? This works out because the Chicago family has been real light on time lately and the wife's getting antsy. So I don't know how I'm going to cover for this, but I can just head there, put in some serious time, bank it up there, then go back on business trips. I'll figure out what I'm going to say later. It's an old lady that he's like, this is the big one. This is the big (laughs) one. I got to go on a year Alaskan cruise with her. But once that check hits. Uh, the movie makes it out that the wife is the bad person for not knowing about all of her husband's philanthropic efforts on the side. And like, they're all very good things, but also I'm assuming never y'all have where he came from, Dave. Uh, sure. But also like, I'm assuming y'all have shared finances and this is a large expense that you have not been talking about. So like slap on the wrist for him too. But then she's supposed to be the, like, busy girl boss that doesn't know what to do. But her Scrooged moment of um, leaving work right before an important meeting. Yeah. And to go. It's not to, like, go get in the Christmas spirit. It's to go to a bar with a psychic and get drunk. (laughs) Hell yes. No. They go to a college campus. And yeah. then they go to the bar and catch up. They sit outside for 10 minutes first, so then it's yeah, not oh. their original destination. Well, either way, she skipped the scene in Scrooge where you tell your boss that you're going out for Christmas for the real true Christmas. She just bailed immediately before yeah. the meeting with no notice yeah. whatsoever. It's totally reasonable when he shows up later like, what the fuck? We were walking <laughs> in there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Right, and also, she had a hangover, so it's not a good look, right? It looks like (laughs) Mama got sick, or was too hungover, or blacked out in her fucking office. Okay, so if the camera's not pointed at the main character, and it's rather, if you just like- Who's the main character? The the boring lady. Abby? The girl boss? Yeah, yeah. Okay. This feels like this woman is- needs an intervention or some kind it's like starting to descend into some sort of mental health crisis and enough people aren't checking up on her i i was really upset when they tried to make the boss out to be the like oh he's the evil man who doesn't understand christmas because any other angle and this is an a sketch from the office like (laughs) the only shitty thing her boss did was tell her that she should have kept the birdhouse at home. (laughs) And I can't fault him for that because as soon as she said, I painted it myself, the first thing out of my mouth was, well, you should have left it at home. (laughs) Because her desk is already so fucking crowded. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's the day before Christmas, and now you're bringing shit in, and now it looks like a Hobby Lobby in here? Like, no, you missed a meeting yesterday. I'm I'm glad you bring up the birdhouse, because I think we need to pivot to just how terrible (laughs) of a mother Abby is. She uses house paint on a birdhouse. The birdhouse specifically. She's too busy girl bossing the mother, Dave. Specifically, the birdhouse is one that Jesse built and was leaving unpainted so that he could paint it together with his father when he comes back. His father, who disappeared in a mass shooting a year ago and who Abby never bothered getting a therapist for after all of this. Oh, and she shits on the idea. She... She says that he's too strong, as though weak people get therapy. Yeah. 
I the one benefit I will give this movie is when someone else assumes that Jesse had a therapist because of course he does and she says no the oh that person drops is the iciest judgmental <laughs> statement I have ever heard in one syllable the babysitter yeah so Jesse's dad goes missing she doesn't bother getting him a therapist. He has this unpainted birdhouse that he's waiting for his father to come home that he can complete with him, which is clearly some type of fucked up coping mechanism. And how does she respond to this? She paints the whole thing herself while he's sleeping. <laughs> and, and then it. presents it to him like, good, here, look, I took away your coping mechanism. Okay, Cope, calm down. First of all, he's not sleeping. He's Psychic telephoning some weird guy on a beach. Okay. Martin Cove. Martin Cove. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He does. Yeah. By this point of the film, he's not sleeping. He's just going into like exorcist seizure moments. Dan. Dan. And he does Daddy. have a psychic dream phone conversation, and it's fucking great. It's okay. so great. I'll defend this. I've had those dreams. And it made sense. Go on. I defend that one dream sequence scene. That was the only one that made sense. I agree. It was the only one that made sense. That's why it was great. Yeah, I guess it doesn't matter if you, like, take away his grief birdhouse and never get him a counselor because dad's just going to show up again at the end of the movie anyways. I... Okay, I love that Abby's entire character is just being the shitty male character, but with a vagina and a bad haircut. And her Christmas Eve and her Christmas Eve revelation is that she should be more like a 1950s housewife. Yeah, I mean, she's just every Lifetime Christmas movie protagonist, but just with a way darker and weirder explanation for the backstory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, hold your tongue, Dave. You don't know enough Lifetime to say that. Uh, okay, fair. <laughs> not, why don't you walk that back a little uh, i'm not gonna say we're like 10 orders of magnitude darker and weirder but instead of the like you need to go back to small town hometown and learn about the power of christmas through dick it's you know christmas massacres and psychic theater owners okay now to go through the actual facts of the movie she doesn't know her husband for shit no, because she's always at work because he contributes nothing. Her son tells her <laughs> a psychic dream told shit. me. Yeah. Her son tells her a psychic dream said, I can't speak to you till Christmas or and my dead father will come back. And she decides, yeah, let's just let that ride out. Let's just see where this goes. That's her reaction. Yeah. What is she going to do about it? She's not a psychologist. She's a marketing man, yeah. woman. Yeah. Get him one. <laughs> Why don't you market that idea to her? <laughs> yeah, Dave. If you if he can sell her on a therapist, she'll get him one. See, she's making him get his own black belt in marketing. Okay, and if she has, and she's poured all of her, she's abandoned her family essentially to pour her life into what working out of a shitty strip mall office marketing applesauce. Who markets applesauce? When's the last time you saw a commercial for applesauce? Because they don't have her on the marketing campaign. Did you see her charisma? She could sell ice to a polar bear. 
All right, fine. For some reason, Casey has decided she wants to defend Abby's shitty parenting. Whatever. Let's move on to, I don't know, uh, Jesse's terrible fucking karate. Well, okay. I don't want to, I, I, let me, let me walk that back actually, because I do want to say before anything else to the kid who played Jesse, you're good at karate. I can tell that you've been working very hard and you should be proud. He's into wrestling now, Dave. I saw he made the same. He's movie like 15 with and can well. kick your ass. So you better be nice to him. I like <laughs> genuinely like what I saw in this movie. That was some top tier, like strip mall taekwondo. It's not, you you know it's not self defense but like you're work you worked at it kid I'm proud of you good job now D- Dave did you read the IMDb trivia I did did read you the know IMDb that he trivia. can do more yes. push ups than me did you know that at the time of filming he was a real life blue belt in karate and now he is beyond that I did know I Where? did know that now <laughs> yeah there is a scene so that's the sky right he's the sky the light genuinely i don't understand how this movie came out in 2019 because there's a scene in it when jesse goes <laughs> through the different belts of karate and what each yeah. color represents yeah and that reeks so hard of the 90s yes that it's just unbelievable that it was almost 20 years behind them i have that i think that has something to do with jesse's dad both in the film and out of the film Casey asked me if that was real. Yeah, whatever like, school of real. I don't know. I'm not into karate. Well, It'll be a miracle if I ever it's, look it's it up. Hundred percent bullshit. No, there's a million different stories about what the belt colors are and where they come from, and they're all bullshit. That's got to be the right one. I can feel it. Yeah, whatever shitty strip mall dojo Jesse goes to just sent him home with like his last three belts and just told his mom, yeah, put him on the Christmas tree and give him to him when he's ready for them, I guess. So I'm assuming this is one of those schools where like you have to order the belts with a credit card from a magazine. And maybe they were back ordered and yeah. he was putting the pressure on I'm like, shit, we never sent that. to. OK, just send him to him all and says he it's up to him to get it in 12 days. He'll do it. <laughs> Dave, you did say that this movie is terribly 90s and ordering shit from magazines is terribly 90s. That's true. So, I yeah. Was yeah. this like. <laughs> I shouldn't be putting Was this that written like 20 years before? Or no, was this written like almost 30 years before and like sat on a shelf? Does anybody know? I. It, it was, was written, written by a professor by... at a Catholic university. Okay, here's my question then. Why did they take away Jesse having any lines for half the movies? I know there was a story behind that, either like. He had mono and his dad made him work sick or like he was being punished for something. Yeah. Despite him being ostensibly the main character and who all of the plot revolves around, Jesse's mostly not in the middle of the movie and he doesn't really have any agency over it. And also the last half of the movie, he is completely silent. He's a little Charlie Chaplin until he's like, dad, you're home. Why? Why does he sound like Cramit? <laughs> I don't know. Because he was excited. I'm not judging him. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's let's talk about that. Dad shows up through the sliding glass door window thing oh, and is like, "What's up, guys? Don't ask questions. Get in here. Give me a hug." And and the reason we've had to speculate so much is because the movie just hard fucking ends. 
Yeah. Yes. That is the last scene of the movie is them hugging and going, it's truly a karate Christmas miracle fiend. The one element of the plot (laughs) I was secure in the knowledge of the fact that (laughs) dad has been missing for a year. They do not answer. No, no, they don't even literally don't have time for it. No time. He's there. That's all you care about. We have to go. Oh, my God. We'd love to stay and talk, but we really (laughs) must end it now. That's why I'm saying I'd love to see, like, ten more seconds where the guy in the fucking, where uh, Eric Roberts rolls up, mows them all down, and leaves. Can we talk about Julie McAuliffe? Yeah. Playmate 1986, 1985. Should have gotten in a fist fight with Kurt Cameron. And she would have fucking won because he fired her because she did Playboy. Fuck that guy. Julie McAuliffe is a goddamn gem. What happened? To, I'm not going to go down that road. Uh, I, I will say, I will agree with you that she is the best thing in this movie by far. Absolutely. I will say that I still think she's fucking terrible. It's oh, just everything no. was that much worse. No. I, I wholeheartedly disagree. I thought she was absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. I I truly, I truly hated her. I don't think it what? was her performance. It was her script. But her her the, her so her character's like defining trait is she goes on these long Christmas themed legal rants. I don't that know if that's her like, defining trait. That was more like an amusing anecdote. Her coping mechanism. Sure. She's super sad inside because she had to leave the man she loves and doesn't know if he's dead or alive. So she drinks and makes Christmas analogies. Yeah, and harasses indigenous people with drones, I guess. <laughs> I Pay attention. Don't Stop know throwing how that, that spear, you silly goose. Worked. Her her hypothetical Santa Claus legal rants were so close to like fun writing, but instead just immediately devolved into just long rambly awful terrible trash okay but you're getting a credit for this so i've had that class it was a communications class and i was like oh i just have to be as high as you in this class touche and there are people who can spin gold out of absolute trash ass scripts and I don't that just didn't happen here for me I was still really angry at this trashy script I don't know I, I think Gacy's right like I think that she really does uh, ham it up and sell it she's so wild and manic it it feels <sighs> she's the only one that kept this train on the fucking yeah. tracks yeah, Dave yeah, yeah. She's a gem every time she's on screen. Okay. When she, as you said, she's a psychic who had to leave her ex-fiance because uh, her psychic powers told her that he would die if she stayed with him. So she leaves her ex-fiance and now she doesn't know if he's alive or dead and if it was all worth it. Towards the end of the movie, she runs into her ex-fiance who is now married with a child. And when she meets the new wife and the wife says oh he told me you're a psychic and she says no it's just that obvious you want to tell me that was hamming it up and just chewing no 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 she was saying it was just that obvious that they were married yeah i know and it was a terrible read of that line sure but okay dave 
she was also trying to play shocked and you know put off because and and this would have been a much more interesting movie to explore because she can see the future but she also was able to change that trajectory by changing events that that it depended on right which is super fucking interesting like that is oh yeah, yeah, yeah. what that's where's cool that movie. movie her character actually could have been super interesting in the hands of a competent writer but we didn't get that so instead we just got a terrible movie that about someone else <laughs> Okay, no, you know, <laughs> you know who the best actor in this film is. I'm sorry, I have to move Elizabeth to second, even though I love her so much. The best actor in the film is the guy working the counter at the diner. There's oh my a God. gentleman. Okay, so let me That's back up. That's my favorite scene. That's Abby my gets scene. a phone call during an important applesauce meeting from her dead <laughs> or missing husband's phone. She goes to a diner where you find out later the phone was found under a booth. A year later, guys, I have been in this restaurant. You don't want to eat there. You don't even want to drink water there. It took them a year to sweep under their booths. Jesus, jackhammering Christ. this This is also a diner that operates a homeless soup kitchen two to four times a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we Twice need to month, just four times in, in December. Let's paint that. Let's let's get that <laughs> yeah. foundation down. You you need a pressure washer to even get that off the floor. The bones of this film in New Jersey, of all places, in Jersey, but the the structure of this scene is the guy working the counter. Abby walks in and is like, "Hi, are you Jay?" And he's like. Do I look like a J? Do I look like a bluebird? Do I look like a letter? Yeah. No, yeah. I'm not J. And it's just a total fucking asshole to her. She's just like, oh, sorry. I, you know, I don't know what he looks like. <laughs> Birds are cool, I guess. <laughs> and he's basically just runs her through the ring and, just, <laughs> and she's going to walk out. And he's like, ah, just fucking with you. Yeah, he's in back. Hold on, let me grab him. Hey. It was one of the scenes that had me in absolute astonishment that a movie that is only an hour and 21 minutes long could still have so much in it that has fuck all to do with its plot. It felt reminiscent of the room in that aspect. Yeah. 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 You know what else is great about that? Is that the first thing Jake says when he comes in and is apologizes for his friend. Meaning that he listened to her berate <laughs> her, her the whole time and didn't stop it. stood behind the curtain like the great and powerful yeah. Oz with her dead yeah. husband's yeah. phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's a pretty famous <laughs> event or massacre, however you want to word that. Right, and because... <laughs> <laughs> He's one Just of the bad guys. Him. Just imagine him, like, back there Man. munching on a sandwich waiting for him to finish fucking with her. I'm, I'm really playing this out now because when, when he first called Abby and she picked up the phone, she clearly was freaking out because this is a phone call from her right. dead husband. Right. And we don't see the rest of their conversation. No. But presumably on that phone call, she gave him some Cliff Notes version of what that phone in his hands is. 
And still, when she came in, he stood behind the curtain and thought, <laughs> nah, I'm going to let Jay finish his bit. Because he's a little <laughs> bitch if I don't let him finish. Sam, Sam, but yeah, right, yes. This lady and her probably dead husband's phone that is in my hands after a year, that can wait. We need to let him <laughs> fuck with her first. Right. Yeah. Fuck you, man. <laughs> it That's a was. That is that is room level fucking terror gem. Are you kidding or her, me? Maybe this was a double back to really fuck with Sam. Because when he did walk out, he knew she was going to lose her mind immediately. Because, you know, her husband's been missing for a year and the first evidence of him has just turned up in their store. And Sam's going to realize he's been just absolutely fucking with a trauma victim and feel like a horrible person. I think we've come close to having our own miracle. So it's that time. Casey, 2019's A Christmas Miracle. Would you watch it again? I'm just staring at this little kid on the cover of this film. Uh-huh. And I really wish they would have spelled Christmas with a K. Karate Christmas miracle. Um Me too. Damn. This was all over the place. This felt like an actual fever dream. I've had this I've I've had a pretty close semi hallucination due to like fever and drugs for fever and or too much of some one thing or another. And I loved it. Yeah, I would watch this again. This was fucking insane. I and I feel at peace that I can I have figured out the plot of the film or I feel confident I've made a plot that would fit this film. And the act. Oh, my God. Elizabeth is fantastic. I love every scene she's in. Everyone else is a lot. So yeah, I, <laughs> I'm left speechless. I'm left speechless. Wow. This film wow. was a train wreck and I loved it. Dave, what about you? A Karate Christmas Miracle from 2019. Do you believe? Would you watch it again? Oh, my God. A Karate Christmas Miracle hurt me. This movie This movie came very close to ending me. <laughs> the first mistake was during the scene when the precocious child interrupt, interrupts a legal lecture. See, the first mistake was mine. That was when I got up and I brought the gin and the ginger ale to the couch with me to mix more <laughs> from my tea. I'm impressed you use ginger ale and not just gin. So look at you. They got they got real light by the end of the movie. See, the second mistake, however, the second mistake wasn't mine. The second mistake was whatever worker at Qdoba packed my DoorDash order last night. And instead of giving me a quesadilla and chips and queso, I had two whole burritos and a chips and queso delivered to me as I was drinking my way through this movie. And that's where a karate Christmas tipped over into almost killing me. I see. Because I rage ate both those brick burritos and then nearly died last night in the passing of them. I and I blame that put... on this film. It, it was it was bad. We always go back to your ass, Dave. Always. <laughs> 
yeah, I this movie's a fucking fever dream. I genuinely, I was rewinding while I was watching it, and I still couldn't follow what the hell was happening in it. There is some fun ideas in here, and there's even a fun bad movie in parts of this, but there is no possible way I could stomach the rest of this again. No, I am not oh! watching a karate a karate Christmas miracle, karate miracle Christmas. I don't even know the fucking title. Karate, karate Christmas. Christmas miracle. That I'm not watching that. KCM. Again. I'm getting those tattooed on me. Jay, how about you? 2019's KCM. We don't have time to say it anymore. <laughs> We're talking about it so much. 2019's KCM. Would you watch it again? I did not expect the the total train wreck. That was this movie. I guess when I first watched the trailers, I figured it was going to be awful. I yeah. expected them to spend more time on the missing dad and not pivot to like the weird we buddy don't cop have time. mystery thriller. I don't know what happened or how it came together, quote unquote, came together. The ending just train wrecks. I laughed, but it is a crisp 80 minutes. So there's that. I will say that after watching it, more or less twice because I, I watched it first without Casey. And then I sat in the room while she watched it, which is, is, is close enough. Um, I was surprised that it might be my second favorite Christmas movie of all time behind Santa with muscle. So yeah, yeah, I am going to watch a karate <gasps> Christmas miracle again. That shit was fucking hilarious. I died. <laughs> I can't recommend it highly enough. I think you should. So that's it. The verdict is in. Dave is a party pooper. The other two of us do oh. not poop at parties. We poop beforehand or afterwards. Yeah, we don't eat two both. burritos. Yeah, Dave. So. <laughs> Your but. favorite Christmas movies are this and Santa with muscles. Yeah. I think you just don't like Christmas movies. You're spot on. Yeah. So I would go love. You guys got to sound off and let us know what you think of this. I really want to hear how crazy Casey and I just might be. But uh, that's it for this week. Casey, what are we what are we doing next week? Oh, man. So there was a couple different directions I wanted to go until I saw. Rather, I heard the ether screaming about this film from 2019 Christmas Coupon. Here's what the people have to say about it. The story's nice and it's family friendly. Sorry if no sex or drugs scares you away from a Christmas themed movie. Christmas it is does. screaming. It does. Yeah, I'm already worried. If there's we no are, sex or I drugs. feel like we're going to be right up a karate Christmas <laughs> miracles alley. <laughs> deep into its alley. Dave, I'm not sorry. I'll see you next week. Follow us on Instagram at Casey.Cinema. Like us on Facebook sh.tty cinema throw us a phone on the patreon slash shitty cinema or peep check the show notes for those links and in the meantime let's turn out the lights dial up eric roberts mm. don't tell your mom about it i won't huh?